Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. Welcome back, my friends, to the Gonzo Chronicles. This is Cyrus Alderwood. Today is September 6, 2022. Hey, I hope everyone had a great Labor Day. Um, I had a very relaxing one. Didn't do a whole lot this weekend, although I did go visit my sister. We got some family that got together and kind of had a good time and hung out, cooked out, and uh, I just kind of chilled out and relaxed and hung out with the dog, Cooper. And then when I left, Cooper went outside with me and proceeded to chase about, I don't know, 20 deer that were in the neighbor's yard. Actually, it wasn't just um, fawns. It was bucks, too, uh, and does, and then little fawns as well. And both of the fawns are getting bigger. This is, this is, uh, these are beautiful animals. So, um, yeah, a lot's been going on uh, here lately. I've kind of kept a little bit busy with work. I've been out of town, went to Cincinnati, did my annual fantasy football draft. That was fun. Uh, I've got a pretty good team, so the Pork Chop Express is kind of, uh, we're hoping for some success this year. Yeah. We'll see how this goes, though. First game is Thursday night. Got a couple of nights to the first NFL game. Glad college football is back. And we're going to have baseball playoffs coming up soon, so it's a good time for sports. And uh, I, do, I do enjoy it, um, although it's a lot all at one time. But, you know, once baseball is over, I kind of get depressed. Not really depressed, but it's like, man, that sucks. Now what I'm going to do? Then I have to wait on hockey. You know, find a reason to live. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it's uh, it's good. Um, been a good time of year. So I got back, and uh, something that I know a lot of people have been talking about since last week, Thursday night. I'm going to rant a little bit about this, and that'll be the podcast today. I'd love to get some of your thoughts on this, too. I don't necessarily want criticism. I, I don't care to criticize what I think, but that's okay. We all have we all have freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is welcome here. Like I can take the feedback from folks. That's fine. I'll even read dissenting opinions. If anybody fires any of them my way. However, uh, those of you who know me and have listened to the show, and I do get a little political here and there, know I've never been a big fan of Joe Biden. Yeah, you got to give guy was new in office. Got to give him a little chance, see how things go. And I have watched the administration bungle everything. And yes, that impacts my business too. Um, so that I mean, it's just uh, such a pain to see the the folly that comes out of the White House with so many people in key positions that are unqualified for those positions. And I know coming off of four years of a lot of people that were just angry and antagonistic and 
you know, mean tweets and, and then and, and like everybody was sick of that. And, you know, no matter what you think of Donald Trump, no matter what you think of Joe Biden, I'm going to ask one question and then I'm going to go back to that speech that Joe Biden just delivered from Independence Hall in Philadelphia on Thursday night. Because I have some really, well, you probably already heard several people opining on TV on probably some of the pundits on some of the political talk shows, radio, talk radio. But that really, really fired me up. I just, I mean, I was like a gut punch watching that. But I'll ask a question of like your your feelings aside for Donald Trump or Joe Biden. When you go back to your life, and I'm not talking about social media and all the aggravation of people pissing and moaning all the time, being political and like they make everything political anymore. Even football games. But um going back, let's go back to 2019 before the pandemic hit, before this Chinese virus came out. And now and at this point I've heard so much that I'm not going to doubt that it came from a lab. I, I, I strongly suspect it did. Regardless of what news source you watch tells you. you know, If you want to watch MSNBC, you're welcome to be uninformed and misinformed all day long. That's your, your prerogative. The one channel I absolutely loathe. Um, so, uh, go back to your job, your, your money, your 401k, your investments. You know, your kids being able to do more things. Were you happier and better off financially in life in 2019 or 2022 with like, damn, your 10% uh, inflation, uh, a war going on in, <laughs> yeah, over in Russia and Ukraine, China getting chippy and, you know, may attack Taiwan. Who knows? Go take that which they don't have the rightful ownership of. You hear that on TV all the time. They absolutely do not. The last person, the last country that had like territorial control of Taiwan was Japan, who ended up giving that territorial control up. Taiwan became independent. So there, um, go, go do some history. Go read some history. That's another thing a lot of people are misinformed on. Um, but the Chinese count on and they can also count on an uninformed media to propagate this crap too. So, were you better off in 2019 or are you better off now? I mean, middle class and working class wages were going up for the first time in probably three decades during those four years. I think a lot of people were better off, whether you like the guy or not. Yeah, a lot of people like Trump. I know a lot of people who love Trump. Is he an asshole? Yeah. Yeah, he is. But, you know, people that vote, I, you know, when I went in to vote, I didn't go vote for Pope. I wasn't voting for the pastor of the church. Um, I was, And let's face it, the Democrats certainly in the last two election cycles have given no one any real good choices. I know there's a lot of Bernie Sanders fans out there, but you know what, when I see Bernie Sanders fans going out shooting up congressional baseball games, that's when you got to worry about the, the vitriol and uh, and angst behind some of the people on the left on the voting side. So I'm going to go back to Thursday's speech. Yeah, turn on the TV. Like, I really don't want to watch this, but I'm, I'm going to flip it over there anyway. Joe Biden walks out. Two Marines on either side of the door. It's a 
eerie red backdrop. Like, I, I don't know if there's like an elevator going to open up and two little girls standing there like at the shining with blood flowing down the hallway. I don't know. I'm watching this. I'm like, okay, I'm no marketing guru, but who in the hell picked the optics of this one? I mean, seriously, it's a bad look. And then he comes out and delivers the, the hate speech of a lifetime. I, I've never in my life seen anything like this. So I'm going to go back, and actually I want to quote him, okay? He pointed out an attempt to overthrow the 2020 presidential election, all right, January 6th Capitol riots. No one was trying to overthrow an election, first of all. I don't believe that. Was it an ugly mess? Yes, it was. Could it have been preempted? Yes, it could have. Uh, that sort of falls on Nancy Pelosi because I think, in hindsight, now the administration, the outgoing administration, had requested National Guardsmen um, two or three times. You have to go to Hillary, or not Hillary, but uh, Nancy Pelosi, <clears throat> the Speaker of the House, to get approval for that, in which case she denied it three or four times. Anyway. All that aside, let's uh, let's get to the speech. And he stands, and this is a quote. He's standing in front of Independence Hall and said it was his duty to warn the country that democracy born there is under a direct threat. And this is a quote. As I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extreme that threatens the foundations of our very republic. That is our president giving a clear and present danger warning speech, which I felt was like a wink and a nod to anybody who wanted to do violence against anybody that does not vote for the left wing of the Democrat Party. In other words, anybody voting Republican. Because if you're a Republican, who else are you going to vote for? Donald Trump won the nomination. You're going to vote Republican, whether you like the guy or not. I, I know plenty of Republicans that didn't really care much for Donald Trump and voted for him. And I know some that are wildly crazy about him. And I know some Democrats who actually crossed over and voted the second time around for, for uh, Trump after voting for Hillary the first time. And I know some Democrats who still just didn't like the guy and was going to vote for Biden. Okay. That's fine. But to call out 75 to 80 million people, half the, half the voting country, right, and label them as extremists that are a danger to our very foundation is the most reckless thing that a person can do. This isn't the first time this happened. This might be the first time it's happened in America. But it was done many times by Joseph Stalin, the old Soviet leader. He was a dictator who led the Soviet Union from the mid-20s until 1953 as General Secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and Premier of the Soviet Union. The, things, the long list of things that that man done is painful because he was a dictator. He was ruthless. And he was communist. And yes, there's fascism mixed in with all kinds of things. If you look at Europe, World War II, 
boy, there was there was fascism mixed in with the Nazism, fascism mixed in with uh, with with uh, communism coming out of the Soviet Union, and boy, didn't that all go uh, terribly wrong. Look how many people got killed in the 20th century based on two world wars. It is absolutely terrifying. And uh, this all comes out of the Bolshevik Revolution. And this is a very strong tactic to, to label your political enemies as an enemy of the state. And Joe Biden is the first American to do it. Now, preempting up to that, he actually had a his, his Department of Justice now. He's in control of this. His Department of Justice, Merrick Garland, the guy who is probably still pissed that he's not on the Supreme Court, uh, took it out on uh, on Donald Trump and raided Mar-a-Lago. You can watch whatever news source you want about whatever documents were there, what was dangerous and what's not dangerous. You know, if these documents were that classified, that dangerous for somebody to own, why would the FBI spread them out on the floor, take a picture, and put them on the internet for everyone to see? I don't know. And now we find out that the FBI had rifled through the First Lady's closet and probably her underwear drawer, for all we know, rifled through a 16-year-old kid's bedroom, Baron Trump. And yet we have photos online from that uh, laptop of Hunter Biden every day showing crimes, drugs being committed, prostitutes, him with prostitutes, and his bedroom doesn't get raided, but a 16-year-old kid's does. That's a bad look. You're telling America under this administration that there are two tiers of justice, and if you're not with us, you're against us. You sound like Joseph Stalin. You sound like a dictator in waiting or a wannabe dictator. Joe Biden is not tough enough to be a dictator. Now, the left wing of his party leans hard left. Now, I'm a, well, I wouldn't accuse the, all the entire Democrat Party of being communist, but there are socialist and communist leanings in the far left. That's dangerous. That's who he's listening to. I don't know any other group. I know Democrats, friends of mine, who saw that speech and had this dumb look on their face like, what the hell did he just do? But I don't hear a lot of Democrats calling him out for that speech. But he just labeled 75 million Americans as the Basel cost domestic terrorists. They've already uh, went after moms and dads who showed up at school board meetings. He even referenced that during the speech. These crazy people are going to take it over the school boards. It's not democracy. How do you think they're, they're winning school board elections? They're playing the democracy game. People are voting for them. They're giving a message, something that's far different than what's going on in America for the last 15, 20, 30 years. And I think the pandemic, I hate what happened, but it sure was a wake-up call for a lot of people. A lot of parents who saw what their kids are being taught or not taught in public schools. So you sort of woke Mama Bear up. And then you come out with a speech like that. The only thing I can, I can say is, like, what an asshole. What a tyrannical asshole will give a speech like that. You know, Lenin founded the Gulags. It's a network of prisons and forced labor camps throughout the whole Soviet Union. But it was Stalin who employed them to their most hideous and least semi-effective ends. The camps were prison, like prisons throughout the world were used to house criminals, but they also put their political 
opponents in them. Torturing, killing. They put undesirable people in there that they didn't like. People with learning disabilities or a different race or, or, or different religion. We live in a world where a lot of people turn their backs, including major corporations. Disney can go overseas and film Avatar, and right next door is where all the Uyghurs are being kept in concentration camps by the Chinese, simply because they're Muslim. Do you know they separate the children from the parents to indoctrinate them? Yeah. That information's come out of China. A lot of information comes out of China the Chinese would like to, the Communist Party would like to stop. So think about this, folks. You know, fascism, he called, called 75 million people semi-fascist. And then the next day, try to walk it back and say, no, I don't think they're a threat. Well, according to the definition of fascism, let's go to Merriam-Webster. It exalts the nation or often a race above the individual that stands for centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader. Severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition. How many people have been canceled on social media for having an opposing viewpoint, whether it's on vaccines, politics, you mentioned Hunter Biden back during the election, you were kicked off Twitter, Facebook, and now Twitter and Facebook admit they suppressed that information and kicked people off there because they did not want that news going out because they thought it would impact the election. And it damn well would have. The more people that knew what was going on with Hunter Biden and his pay-for-play schemes and how Joe Biden was likely involved in that with taking communist money from the Chinese Communist Party uh, and all the corruption over in the Ukraine, that election would have turned out very different. So let's suppress that on behalf of our political masters, right, our political allies. That's fascism. Because the last I saw, a lot of these... Uh, uh, new Republicans that are running for office locally, statewide, and, and nationally, I don't see them calling for a centralized government. I see them calling for the spread of government and let the states have more power the way the Constitution calls for. So if you want to learn a little something, if you're pissed off at hearing this, then I invite, I invite you to go watch, um, go learn a couple of things. I, I, like, I know you're thinking, hey, what are we going to go watch Fox? I don't care about Fox News. The only guy on there really on Fox News I like is uh, Mark Levin. You'll learn something watching that guy, especially about the Constitution and your freedom of speech, which was denied a lot of people through social media. Um, so, so go listen to that guy. Or um, uh, well, there's there's quite a few people. Uh, Shapiro, right? Go listen to him. Uh, he's got a radio show and I think a podcast too. Uh, you'll learn something from him. There's some really great talk radio out there that actually is um, leans heavily on the uh, on the theory behind what our government is, freedom of speech, and, and like and will really rely on our constitution and find solutions and not just criticism. No, I don't go watch Hannity because I don't like to hear that guy. He likes talking to himself too much. So, no, you find some other things. So the next morning after the speech, actually I watched MSNBC for just a short bit. And there was, there was a guy on there that said it was, I, th I forgot which newspaper it was from, uh, but said that it was about time there was a speech like that that came out, that this was war 
And these people needed to be called out because, you know what, if you want your taxes lower, you want to get involved in your school board because you don't like what your kids are being taught, you're a domestic terrorist. You're a fascist. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You're a homophobe. How dare you? How dare you give a crap what your kids learn? That's for the government, the state to indoctrinate. How dare you want lower taxes and less regulation so that small businesses can flourish? You know, we should we could clamp down again and make sure everybody shops only at Walmart and the big box stores. Because after all, those are the ones that make all the political donations. Let's not forget. That's the kind of speech that I heard. An angry speech, a hate speech. That was almost a wink and a nod for anybody to commit violence. It was okay to commit violence. You're morally, uh, I guess, free to commit violence against somebody that doesn't agree with your left-wing agenda. Because you just made somebody else the enemy. That's evil. That's evil. And I expect, I don't know how the elections are going to turn out midterm. Some people were saying it's going to be a big red wave. I heard that last time. But um, if we don't see Democrats walking away from this in mass, they need their Tea Party moment. They need their come to Jesus moment and to run these left wingers out of that party. Bring back the blue dog Democrats, common sense people, where people can sit down and have a discussion without hating each other, canceling each other, labeling somebody else as an enemy and evil for having a different freaking opinion. Joe Biden just threw gas on a fire. And I have to wonder, are these people trying to stoke a civil war? And if so, to what ends and why? Because all it would take is one of those, one of those kind of wars again in this country, and you'd see the heavy hand of fascism really come down. Your rights would be gone. Scary to think of that. But that's what the man in the White House at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, where he's probably taking a nap right now, that's what he thinks of half this country. We're an enemy. MSNBC thinks we're at war. And if you don't agree with them, you probably deserve to die. I don't know why they think that way. Um, but if they, but I mean, yeah, that's, that's a hard thing to say that you probably deserve to die. I don't know if they feel that way, but they certainly alluded to it with their language. When you say you're at war, what happens at war? A lot of people get hurt. A lot of people get killed. No. Some of these people need to back up their uh, rhetoric. I don't want an apology from Joe Biden. We're way past that. But I sure as hell would love a resignation. All right, that's the end of my rant. Hey, I'll be back soon. We'll do, we'll do some more fun stuff. But man, this is this is deep and dark, and I hate to go there. But there's plenty of day left. It's 1 o'clock. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. If you have any suggestions for uh, show topics, anything you want us to talk about on here, uh, Sheree will be coming back on. We're going to be talking about one of our new favorite authors and one heck of a creepy book by Darcy Coates called From Below. I'm getting close to being finished with this book. She's been waiting on me. Uh, Darcy Coates, great writer. If you haven't heard of her, go check her out. I'll be back since we're heading into the Halloween months uh, with uh, some more 
behind the horror movie kind of stuff. Uh, what movies are based on true events? So hopefully you like the last one, The Town of the Dreaded Sundown, out of Texarkana, Arkansas. That's a creepy story, but true. Hey, thanks again, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Have a great day. I'll be back soon. Cheers.